0: This is Smartphones Are the New Cigarettes, published April 13th, 2017. I go to this boot camp style class sometimes at the gym near my apartment. It's one of those classes where a coach stands there and yells at you to do more push-ups or squats until you think you're going to puke. Then you go home and struggle to sit on a toilet for the next three days. It's great. I love it. I never miss a week. Today, as happens many mornings, a couple of people, in between exercises, ran over to the wall to pick up their phones and check. Well, I don't know what the fuck they could have been checking. Email? Instagram? Snapchatting their sweat beads so everybody could see? I don't know. The point is, they were on their phones. And the coach got pissed. He yelled at them to put their fucking phones away, and we all stood around awkwardly as we waited. This proceeded to happen two or three times in the class, as it does in pretty much every class, and for whatever reason, today I decided to speak my mind to the woman glued to her phone while the rest of us were working out. Is there really nothing in life that can't wait 30 minutes? Or are you curing cancer or something? Note to readers, this is a bad way to make friends. I was pissed, but fuck them. I felt like I was in the right, that I was saying pretty much what everyone else in the room was silently thinking. Later that day, once we'd all gone home, while painfully sitting on a toilet seat, I was going over the incident in my head and asking myself, why does that bother me so much? Why do phones, in general, seem to bug me so much? Why does it bother me when my wife pulls out her phone when we're walking down the street together? Why do I fervently hate with a passion people who hold up their phones and record half a concert? What's the deal? Am I screwed up here? I know I'm not, though. We all have this weird love-hate relationship with our phones these days. Every year, we become more glued to them than ever before. Yet, every year, we seem to resent that we're glued to them. Why is that? Attention Pollution If you think about it, our attention is the only thing we truly own in our lives. Our possessions can go away, our bodies can be compromised, our relationships can fall apart, even our memories and intellectual capacity fade away. But the simple ability to choose what to focus on, that will always be ours. Unfortunately, with today's technology, our attention is being pulled in more directions than ever before, which makes this optioning of our own attention more difficult and more important than ever before. In his book, Deep Work, Cal Newport argues that the ability to focus deeply on a single project, idea, or task for long periods of time is not only one of the most important skills for succeeding in the information age, but it's also an ability that appears to be dwindling among the population. But I would go even further. I would say that our ability to focus and hone our attention on what we need is a core component of living a happy, healthy life. We've all had those days or weeks or months or years where we felt scatterbrained, out of control of our own reality, constantly sucked down rabbit holes of pointless information and drama comprised of endless clicks and notifications. To be happy and healthy, we need to feel as though we are in control of ourselves and we are utilizing our abilities and talents effectively. To do that, we must be in control of our attention. And I think this is why the cell phone thing at the gym pissed me off. Those workouts are fucking hard. They require me to focus and exert not only physical discipline, but mental discipline as well. And to stop every 10 minutes because somebody needs to email their boss or text their boyfriend yanks me out of that. And worse, it yanks me out against my will. It's attention pollution when somebody else's inability to focus or control themselves then interferes with the attention and focus of those around them. And with the explosion in smart devices and internet available pretty much everywhere from Timbuktu to your mother's ass crack, attention pollution is infiltrating our daily lives more and more without us realizing it. It's why we get annoyed at dinner when someone starts texting in front of us. It's why we get pissed off when someone pulls their phone out in a movie theater. It's why we become irritated when someone is checking their email instead of watching the ball game. Their inability to focus interferes with our already fragile ability to focus. The same way secondhand smoke harms the lungs of people around the smoker, smartphones harm the attention and focus of people around the smartphone user. It hijacks our senses. It forces us to pause our conversations and redouble our thoughts unnecessarily. It causes us to lose our train of thought and forget the important point we were constructing in our head. It erodes our ability to connect and simply be present with one another, destroying intimacy in the process. But the smoking comparison doesn't end there. There's evidence that suggests that we are doing long-term harm to our memories and attention spans. The same way smoking cigarettes fucks over our long-term health in the name of a series of short-term bursts of highs, the dopamine kicks we get from our phones are harming our brain's ability to function over the long term, all in the name of getting a bunch of likes on that really cool new photo of our food that we just took. Now, it may sound like I'm overreacting here, like I had a shitty gym session and, and taking it out on hundreds of thousands of readers on the internet right now. But I'm serious. I think this is fucking us up more than we realize. I've noticed that as the years go on, it's becoming harder for me to sit down and write an article like this than it was three or four years ago. And it's not just that the amount of available distractions have compounded over the years. It's that my ability to resist those distractions seems to have worn down to the point where I often don't even feel in control of my own attention anymore. And this kind of freaks me out. It's not that I resent the woman at the gym who can't go 10 minutes without checking her messages. I resent that I am becoming that person at the gym who can't go 10 minutes without checking his messages. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. I've met people the last few years who get incredibly anxious if they can't check their phones in social situations. They carry their phones in the conversations the way some people carry dogs on airplanes. It's a constant outlet if the necessity to interface with another person's thoughts and feelings ever becomes too intense. I've started to notice people who feel like they need to always be checking email or their messages to feel as though they're being a good, productive employee. It doesn't matter if it's their kid's violin recital, or they're in the car at a stoplight, or in bed at midnight on a Saturday. They feel like they always have to be caught up on every piece of information that is flung their way. Otherwise, they're somehow failing. I've noticed friends who can no longer sit through entire movies or even episodes of a TV show without pulling out their phones multiple times in the middle of it. People who can't make it through a meal without putting the phone next to their plate. It's happening everywhere, and it's therefore becoming the social norm. The eroded attention is becoming the normal, socially acceptable attention, and we are all paying for it. The future. I have a dream, friends. I have a dream of a world where people can sit through a long, dull conversation without feeling the need to douse themselves with instant gratification delivered through glowing plastic screens. I have a dream of a world where people are cognizant of not only their own limited attention, but the precious attention of others and some numbnuts won't start texting in the movie theater, totally killing the mood of a dramatic scene. I have a dream where our devices will be comfortably allotted as the occasional supplement to our lives and not used as a poor replacement for them, where people will recognize that the constant and instantaneous delivery of information has subtle costs associated with it, as well as more obvious benefits. I have a dream of a world where people will become aware of their own attention as an important resource, something that that can be cultivated and renewed, to be built and cherished, the same way they take care of their bodies or their education. And this new cultivation of their attention will oddly set them free, not just free from the screens, but free from their own unconscious impulses. I have a dream where that respect for attention would extend to the world around them, to their friends and family, and the acknowledgement that the inability to focus is not only harmful to oneself, but harmful to one's relationships and ability to hold and maintain intimacy with someone. I have a dream that these women won't check their fucking phones when I'm doing burpee number 327 next Wednesday. For God's sake, if you're going to the gym, go to the fucking gym. And when this happens, when we allow freedom to ring and when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up to that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty we're free at last from our smartphones. Okay, maybe I plagiarized that last paragraph, but the next time you're taking a selfie at dinner, ask yourself what would Martin Luther King Jr. do? Hey, Mark here. I just want to give you one quick final message. If you enjoyed this audio, if you enjoyed the content, um, I have a free PDF short ebook that is available on my website. Um, If you go to markmanson.net/slash subscribe, Uh, you can just enter your email, you'll receive it for free. It's called Three Ideas That Can Change Your Life. And um, I break down basically kind of three psychological concepts that were hugely influential and impactful on me. And uh, readers have gotten a lot out of them. So if you enjoy what you hear, you want to hear more, you want to keep in touch, know when I post shit online, uh, go to markmanson.net slash subscribe and drop your email in there. It'll come right to you. Thanks.